I figured, well, maybe for you, it's easier to take a look back and maybe you can get some sort of correlation between the different parts of your past and how you reacted. But yeah, it's interesting to look back because it makes, it makes a lot of sense where, you know, when you're the victim, you recognize a lot of behaviors that you recognize later in life. These four parts of you are always driving you to some extent, but remember, they're all in the car, but only one can have the steering wheel at a time. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 979, How to Find the Biggest Belief Holding You Back. We talked a lot about blind spots and what surprises you when you see certain things from other people. Today, for episode number 900. And 80, the four characters running your life. Happy Monday. We hope you had a wonderful weekend, and we hope your Monday is off to a wonderful start. Alan. Happy Monday. The floor is yours. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so the four characters running your life. All of us have parts. I will never forget this. I went to a therapy session with one of my clients, and it was actually a really incredible experience, and that's part of the reason I did it. And... She said, hey, would you go with me? And I remember thinking like, yes, I want to support you. Let's do this. But also, I can't wait to learn. I can't wait to learn because coaching involves therapy, um, but it's much more aspirational. And and essentially in coaching, what you do is you heal and learn from the past. You build in the present and you design a brighter future. But the therapy piece, I'm not certified as a therapist or anything like that, but I do want to understand the whole picture as a holistic coach. And I want to make sure that I can bring some of those tools into my tool belt. So what I learned from someone we actually interviewed on this show, her name is Carol Gillen. And if you look her up on our podcast, she should come up as one of the episodes. I, don't, I forget which, Kev, if you don't mind. Oh, I'll get you. That was a, while. That was a hot minute ago. I'll get it's you. a long time ago. Go very, on. very sweet woman. So she taught us about something referred to as IFS. IFS is called Internal Family Systems. You've heard me talk about it on the show before. And essentially what she said is we are all made up of these parts. And I try to take everything that I learn and bring it down into the most simple. I don't always succeed at this, but I try to make it as simple as possible so that we can apply it to our lives. And so I've broken this down. This is sort of my own flavor of IFS. But IFS talks about this. They say, okay, you have different parts of yourself. And we have exiles, we have protectors, we have highest self, we have human self. And I'm paraphrasing, so don't quote me on this. But essentially, when you watch a movie, there are four characters, and I've talked to our listeners about this often. In every movie, there's a victim, there's a villain, there's a hero, and there's a guide. And the reason why I believe movies and TV shows and books and stories move us so much is because these characters resonate with a part of us. 
And so if everyone right now um, pictures Titanic, one of the best movies of all time, I'm not going to go in depth about this, but essentially Kate Winslet's character is being suppressed. She is she is the victim in the beginning where she's in a marriage that she doesn't want to be in because her father who passed away had massive debts and she's with a fiance who has a lot of money, but she doesn't really love him. Okay. and. Damn Cal. Damn it. And also in the early 1900s, obviously women were very suppressed as well by society. So the villain in this scenario is Cal, the mother who wants her to be in a marriage where she's not in love, and society, quite frankly. Society was really um, suppressy to women in the early 1900s, which the Titanic sunk, I believe, 1912. So April, April 14th. April, April, you actually know that? April 13th. No, April, <laughs> April 14th. 13th, April 1912. 14th, 1912. Okay, so Kevin loves that movie, by Huge the way. Huge fan. One of my Huge only fan. movie references that actually lands with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the the guide in this is actually Leonardo DiCaprio's character. You know, she, the victim decides, I don't want to do this anymore. She goes to the back of the boat, famous scene, wants to kill herself. And then Leonardo DiCaprio shows her that that's not only a bad idea because, um, but it's going to hurt. It's not just going to kill you. It's going to hurt. And so the guide comes in and tries to expose Kate Winslet's character to a new world. And so we all have these four parts. And and the part of the movie when Kate Winslet's character really becomes the hero and, and answers the call to action is when she finally goes to the front of the boat when Jack in the sunset and says, like, Jack, I'm, I'm going to get off the boat with you. I want to be with you. I, I don't want to go back with Cal. And she finally answers the call and decides she's done with that old world, that old life. She's done being suppressed. She's done being the victim. And so the hero represents us all being the hero of our own story. And that's why we're so inspired by movies like Titanic. And we all have guides, mentors, coaches, and then our own inner guide as well. So I digress. These four parts of you are always driving you to some extent, but remember, they're all in the car, but only one can have the steering wheel at a time. And so people say things like, well, do the right thing. But the problem with that is that, well, how can you do the right thing in the right way for the right amount of time with the right people for the right reason? See, it's not that easy of just do the right thing. So I'll give you a tangible example of that. You know, Murder is a bad thing. We all know that. But if someone was attacking your child, then obviously there's an exception. Okay, so so essentially, before I get too esoteric and philosophical here, we all are in a car, and the car is us. So Alan's car, Kevin's car. And there's four people in the car, and they all have a voice, but only one of them can grab the wheel. And essentially what Kevin and I want to help you do on this episode is understand these different parts of yourself, understand who's driving and at what times, and essentially remember every part, this is what I wrote down, every part serves a purpose, but the key is to make sure that the right part is driving at the right time. So I I was joking with Kevin before this episode as we prepared and I said, okay, we all have a victim, a villain, a hero, and a guide, and if if you're in the woods with your kids and there's a grizzly bear with cubs best you don't let the guide the spiritual knowing that like the 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 buddhist zen master drive no you want the fighter to drive you want the villain to drive in that scenario so here's what happens so and i'll use me as an example i have named these parts of me these four parts i've named the parts uh the first part is little genius alan little genius alan represents a part of me 
that didn't feel heard or seen or understood or valued. In academics, of course, I was very valued, but outside of academics, my my intelligence, I don't think, was quite as valued as, as I would have liked in hindsight. And that's putting it lightly. My villain is my fighter. My villain is the person who had to protect little Alan when Alan, little Alan wasn't heard or seen or was, quite frankly, literally and figuratively being attacked. Okay? Bullied, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. That's my protector. Okay? So the villain is typically the protector. Then you have the hero. The hero is aspiration. The hero represents a brighter future. And so the villain wants to be better than others or, or fight. The hero just wants to be better than they used to be. And that's a really beautiful part of ourselves that I really value. And so little genius Alan is the victim. The fighter I've called Achilles. If you've ever seen Troy, um, the movie Troy, Brad Pitt and Achilles, I've called it that. And there's many manifestations, right? Um, even the movie, The Fighter, would resonate if you've seen it um, as like, you know, Obviously, Mark Wahlberg's character in that movie went through a lot of stuff that was really challenging, and he fought his way through it, so to speak. Who knows? Maybe we'll interview them one day. And then Captain America is what I've named my hero. Humble, noble, knows what it's like to be powerless, but is still very strong. The hero represents strength and aspiration. Last but not least is the guide. The guide I call Mufasa. So my father passed away when I was two years old, just like Simba in The Lion King. And I had a stepfather from age three to 14. Um, My stepfather left at 14. And, you know, um, that movie resonates with me very deeply. And as a matter of fact, on my YouTube channel, um, I don't know if it's a public playlist or not. There's a playlist called Alan's Mindset Workout. And in it, there's a video of the scene where Simba is looking in the, um, the pond at his reflection and it becomes Mufasa. And then Mufasa's in the clouds basically saying, you are more than what you've become. And you need to go back and face your past type of thing. So for me, that's my guide. My guide is, whether it's my dad or my highest self or Mufasa, it's it's that inner calling, that inner knowing of what I'm capable of. And so essentially, and I've done this work with so many different clients, by the way, where we've named their victim, we've named their villain, we've named their hero and their guide, and, and it helps them become so self-aware to where in real time, they can realize, oh, you know what? My villain is going to hurt my relationship if I let her or him drive right now. Let's be vulnerable and and problem solve rather than fight or flight or fawn. And, and, and there's a lot of stress responses that we won't go into. But essentially what we want to do on this episode is help you identify what your parts are, name them, and you know, hang with us in this because this is really life-changing stuff and it's not quite as woo-woo as I think people think. Mm. So I told Alan, Alan said he was going to kind of go through and talk about how in any interaction, so throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, you're going to experience each one of these characters in some way, shape, or form. And I told Alan, I said, well, I'm going to I'm gonna take people back to a time period where I felt most like each of these. I think of when I was younger, Alan, I I remember you remember the town park, the puddle. Alan and oh, I grew yeah. up in the same in the same town, Uxbridge, Massachusetts. There the was puddle. this there was this town park that we had that was called the puddle. It was just this this little pond. And there was we would party up there occasionally, but this was before that. This was maybe 
even before high school. This might have been like a couple of years before high school. But there was a playground up there and we oftentimes would end up there because it was right up the street from my house and a lot of my friends' houses. And I remember I would always, anytime something would happen and like I had an argument with somebody, a friend, a partner, I would always run. I would always walk away because I wanted people to feel bad for me and I wanted attention. I wanted people to chase me. I genuinely wanted people to chase after me to show that they cared. And I think that was a big part of my victim phase where I was trying to heal from the past, growing up without a dad, whatever it may have been, where I just felt like a victim and I was trying to get attention based on running away from people and running away from problems. Then I fast forward to high school where there was definitely times where I was a villain. Um, I was not the kindest to my friends. I remember... We used to, we didn't street race, but we would drive our cars around and like go fast and pass each other and do stupid things. And I remember there were several times where I like threw stuff at other people's cars. I knocked people out of boats when we were fishing. I messaged somebody last year and I said, Hey, I'm sorry. I just want to apologize because I know I was kind of a dick in high school and I don't know what the hell that was. I don't know why I was doing that. I think I was just going through my own stuff and I'm, I'm grateful. This person said, no, nah, man, we were all trying to figure it out. And I said, well, I appreciate that. But I do, I do genuinely sincerely mean that because I, I don't know. I look back on that and that wasn't very kind of me and that's not the person I want to be or intend on being. So that was definitely a little bit of a villain phase for me. What is up you guys? My name is Gabby and I just want to give a huge shout out to Kevin and Alan for the community that they have created and the mission that they are on over at Next Level University. Never in a million years did I think when I started listening to the Hyperconscious podcast two years ago that I would be as invested as I am today. But here we are two years later, I have done group coaching. I truly look forward to every single episode they drop, all of the things that they're teaching. And I am now doing one-on-one coaching with Alan to help level up in my business. And all I got to say about these guys across the board is they are true, genuine souls. They mean it when they say they are heart driven and they mean it when they say they are no BS. And I think that's probably my favorite part about them. They get rid of the fluff. They give you tactical tips and tricks to help you level up in your life, to help you make strides towards your goals. And they've created a community of like-minded people to lean on each other at every single stage of life. So guys, thank you from the bottom of my heart for the impact that you have made in my life. And I am so very excited to see the impact and the waves that you make from here on out. Hero, I remember after heartbreak, mid-20s, after my girlfriend at the time left me, I was, the hero part of me was aspiring to help other people. I didn't know how to do it, but I was coaching people without coaching people. People would reach out and say, hey, the Hyperconscious Podcast is awesome. And I'd say, what's going on in your life? Like, how are you? How are things? And they say, oh, my relationship sucks. And I'd just start helping them. And I remember I learned a lot about relationships through helping other people, which was interesting. But that was the hero phase for me. And now this is the guide. This is the guide phase of my life where I try to live through example and just say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what's worked for us. I mean, that's the, the podcast is the manifestation of me trying to be the guide that I would have needed when I was all of these people. And it's interesting because maybe you can look back in your past and realize, you know what? Yeah, this age, this time, these circumstances, this was my victim phase. This was my villain phase. This was my hero phase. Maybe now you're trying to find your guide phase. So I thought as Alan was going to go through, or Alan did go through the way he went through it, I figured, well, maybe for you, it's easier to take a look back and maybe you can get some sort of correlation between the different parts of your past and how you reacted. But yeah, it's interesting to look back because it makes it makes a lot of sense where, you know, when you're the victim, 
you recognize a lot of behaviors that you recognize later in life. And like, those are, those are kind of the things that happen when I get triggered now. Like sometimes I'll just not run away, but I want to run away and I want people to chase me. I want people to follow me. The villain, I don't think the villain comes out very often in me. When somebody, you know, Alan, I get a little bit of an ego. Uh, anytime somebody is mean to somebody else, that, that bothers me to my core. That's when I want to fight. I'm a, I'm a fighter when that happens, but that's pretty rare now, which I'm grateful for. Hero is, is, you know, for me, that's pretty much every day along with the guide. I aspire to to help people. I aspire to to make sure people don't go through go through what we went through. And then the guide, yeah, that's just into into intuition, intuitive. Hey, I'm I'm here trying to live this so you guys can watch what we're doing and tap into that your own unique version of it. So very interesting, very interesting. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give a spoiler alert before I say this. Uh, if you have not read the book The Alchemist, you're gonna want to turn this off right now. Okay. Um, and come back in two and a half minutes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, spoiler alert, seriously. So in the book, The Alchemist, the reason why that book is so beautiful is because essentially it's about a young boy who's underneath a tree in a church and he's a shepherd. And he goes on this, this unbelievable journey to find his treasure. It's called his personal legend. So... Uh, he goes on this personal legend to go and be the hero of his own story and find this treasure at the pyramids in Egypt. And he goes on all these trials and tribulations and he has to take a year off and work in this crystal shop and he has to go on this caravan and there's there's war going on and there's he meets all these kinds of people. He meets an alchemist and learns learns a ton, books, different people, Englishmen, all these different types of people. Wonderful book. One of my favorites. Um, one of my only fiction books that I frequent. And Emilia and I were listening to it while eating by the fire over the last several months. And at the end of the story, spoiler alert, the boy finds out and meets a man who finds out that the place that he started is all the treasure is actually buried under the tree. Under the tree where he started. But what I find so cool about the alchemist is that it wasn't the treasure anyway it was embarking on that epic journey to go and find the treasure that helped the boy realize and he falls in love in the book as well where he meets fatima which is his love the love of his life and once he gets the treasure it it's awesome but it's like that's not what matters but if he had just found the treasure right at the beginning of the book, there is no journey, there is no growth, there is no experiences, there is no facing fears and skills, and that's why it's such a good book, because it really speaks that lesson of, to Kevin's point, and and this is a quote I haven't said in a long time, Kev. Robert Frost, Let's one of my it. favorites. I think it's Robert Frost. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Oh no, it's um, oh, Ralph Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay, we shall not cease from exploration. But at the end of all of our exploring will be to return to the place that we started and to understand the place for the first time. And I told Kevin this recently, and this is vulnerable here publicly. I said the the coolest part of this journey for me is always going to be going back to where I started and realizing how far I've come. It's like wild to think that Kevin and I grew up in a small town together as two young boys without fathers who had quite a bit of adversity and our high school didn't even have accreditation and here we are, you know, global top 100 podcast heard in over 125 countries. It's a, it's a trip. It's a trip. 
you know, it's a trip. And we're at the very beginning of that, right? So, but to, to the listeners, for the listeners, you have a victim that doesn't believe in themselves enough. You have a villain that is saying you're not good enough or, or you're better than or worse than or whatever, your ego, your ego, the villain represents the ego. And by the way, in every book, every movie, there's always a villain that represents ego and suppression and better than or worse than or whatever. And then you have a hero that aspires to greater and that believes in themselves. And then you have a guide that is this deep inner knowing calling that you, that that still inner voice that we don't listen to enough, that whisper. And it becomes a scream when you go off the rails, by the way. But until you do, often it's just a whisper. You got to, you got to get quiet and listen. Um, And, and what I would say is if this episode resonated with you at very least name these parts. And, and, And when Kevin was talking, I I felt compelled to say this. Technically speaking, we're going through and growing through all these parts of ourselves every day, every week, every month, every quarter, every year, and every decade. And and it's a story within a story. It's an infinite game with a compilation of, of finite games within it. And I think that Kevin took you through all these different phases of his life, and it was cool for me to envision the puddle, by the way. I don't think most people can... I remember the puddle. <laughs> uh, many good times at the puddle. Hmm. But... It's just a trip how... And many bad times. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, yeah, Uh, for sure. And so it's just a trip for Kevin and I to have traveled, you know, so much and done, met all these incredible people and do these interviews in this podcast and then to like still talk about the puddle in Uxbridge. It's just a trip for me. So um, these are your four parts and only one of them gets to drive, but they all have a voice. And maybe I was on the phone with a client earlier doing this exact exercise and I told her, okay, in order to achieve your dreams, which parts need to be driving more and which parts need to be driving less? And there's pros and cons to every part, you know, grizzly bear in the woods, let the villain drive for sure. The villain is for survival. The, the fighter is for survival, but it will not help you thrive. The villain is the part of you that thinks it doesn't need a coach. Keeps you safe, Right doesn't want to admit that it doesn't know any better or or wants to be better than others or doesn't want to put down their ego or whatever um so so just identify what parts are driving you at what times and hopefully you can start making sure the right part of you is driving um at the right time alan it's 8 47 p.m eastern standard time here on thursday night my guide i believe is telling me i need to go to the gym tonight i didn't go this morning and i was gonna wait till tomorrow so i think Maybe after we get out of here, I'll I'll change and I'll go hit the gym. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm doing that too. Yeah, if we were closer, we could do it. You know, we Together. could have, get a workout in like we used to. But let's go get a, a workout at the puddle. <laughs> I live in a, roughly an hour, hour and fifteen minutes from Alan now. Unfortunately, so yeah, it's not going to happen. Next, but level, you'd never know it since I see you every day. <laughs> I know, right? Next level nation. As you know, for the entire month of May, we are doing the same giveaway we did in April, where if you leave us a review, screenshot it, send it to myself or Alan. And when I say leave us a review, I mean on your podcast platform of choice, whatever that is, just send us a screenshot of it and we'll enter you into a drawing. And at the end of the month, we will choose one lucky winner, send them a $100 Amazon gift card, no questions asked. Shout out to Nick who won last month. Again, when you, so Tara and I went to a restaurant last night 
to celebrate our three-year anniversary, what is the first thing I did? I looked at the reviews. How many stars does it have? You know, what's the food like? What's the menu like? You you look to see if it's something that you want to partake in. So the more reviews that we have, the better off we'll be, and we'll be able to bring more awesome next-level people to the family just like you. It keeps businesses honest, keeps them working hard to improve their products and services. So please leave us a review. All right. Group seven is opening soon, and I actually am working with the group coaching team, and I was on the phone with all of them earlier. Shout out to Matt, Greg, and Christina, and we're creating a workbook now, and group seven will be the first that has the full workbook, and it's going to be powerful. These are the six sections of the workbook, and these are the six modules that you're going to get in group coaching for group seven, okay? And the link will be in the show notes. Number one, reverse engineering the finish line. Number two, wealth creation. Number three, optimizing for fulfillment. Number four, growth and self-awareness. Number five, understanding relationships and what motivates you. And then number six, peak performance and productivity. If you aren't sure whether or not you're ready for one-on-one coaching, the group coaching program right now is absolutely on fire. You're going to get to download our app. Um, You're going to track habits with a like-minded group of 10 other listeners. Join group seven. You will not regret it. It is one of the best things we've ever created, quite frankly, and it's just getting better every single time. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 981. It is last week's live podcast, The Top 10 Signs That You're Growing. In retrospect, it was a little more painful than Alan and I had uh, intended on. A lot of the signs that you're growing are painful truths, so I don't want you to think it's a dark episode. Alan and I being negative. It's just very much from our experience, oftentimes the signs of growth are pains around you. And that's the reason we'll always have the opportunity to growing pains episodes. We've done however many at this point. So that is pains part 26. Yes. Growing pains part 26. (laughs) Almost as many as fast and the furious. (laughs) That is tomorrow's episode. So at least go into it with the understanding that it might seem a little bit darker than usual. That's not our intention, but That has been our experience with some of the the parts of growth. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.